1: it's time to talk money to heed the timeless
2: advice from teddy roosevelt speak softly and carry a big stick i promise
1: you the president has a big stick and corn pop was a bad dude and he ran a bunch of bad boys it's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
3: I got hairy legs and the kids used
1: to come up and reach
3: in
4: the pool and rub my leg down.
2: And thank you, Dr. Pepper. And thank you, Chancellor, or Dr. Paper.
4: And I learned about kids jumping on my lap and I've loved kids jumping on my lap.
1: Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right. Happy Saturday afternoon. Welcome
5: back, everybody. Financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. And uh, we are, of course, uh, the Financial Guys, a place where money meets politics. And we're going to ta- be all over the board today. It's gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie There's going to be a lot of politics today. We're going to talk, obviously, the Dr. Fauci emails. I mean, how can we not talk about that? Liar. I said last week. Liar. And I, right? And, <laughs> I, and I said in the podcast, I said the week before, I said it on Twitter, uh, all, before the emails came out, just by watching the testimony, they knew. Wow. He knew yep. what they potentially had built. This and when work. it dawned on him that it might be the Franken-virus that they funded, they freaked out and mm-hmm. they panicked, and they locked everything down because they were so worried about it. Yeah, so It's one thing to do that.
3: that. It's another thing to be totally dishonest oh, yeah. and, and, and void of the information you know is coming in. I mean, as early as February of 2020— Scientists were warning him that this was from gain of function research that he had funded, and you know, I mean, this is he's the he's literally the lead man in a huge cover up, a huge cover up. He lied. He knew all about it, and literally as early as February of 2020, he knew all about it. And he's going on the TV, going, "This is a, looks looks like a pretty clear bat thing to me. It looks like it looks like it's bats." No, 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 no. no. You knew darn well. Well, we where said this that stuff <clears throat>
5: we'll dissect from. that. I've got a bunch of clips that we'll play throughout the show today as well. And uh, we'll go through it. You know, Doctor Fauci, in his own words, the amazing thing is, the reporters in the left, they're still they're still backing him.
3: Like, oh, wow, well, he didn't directly fund it, so he he's didn't a really victim. lie. God, oh a man, he's a victim. He's going to be a victim. Much oh, as yeah. um, <laughs> him, Andrew Cuomo, they're all victims. See, mm-hmm. they're. They're, they're they didn't really do anything wrong. This is the, they're victims of the nasty yeah. right wing media. Right, the exactly. right wing media—they're the bad ones. Crazy, yeah. just He's crazy. A He's a victim.
5: So we'll talk about that today. We're going to go through some some audio clips. We're going to go through Dr. Fauci in his own words. You know, obviously Rand Paul is an absolute American hero. There's no yep. question about it. If it wasn't for Rand Paul, Rand Paul knew he had the data. Yep. He knew what was going on, and uh, even before the Buzzfeed uh, emails came out. And the sad thing is, here's the sad thing. Trump had access to these emails. Yep. Trump could have this. This is why, by the way, Hillary Clinton... And her secret server. I mean, the fact that they're prosecuting Trump just goes to show you that we, we're Russia now, folks. Oh, yeah. We're to the point in this country where the, the Department of Justice and the FBI are completely corrupt, and they're going after yep, patriots and conservatives for trespassing,
3: yep, for harassment. Look, the mainstream media allowing them to get away with it's it. It's crazy. They, they went after part the,
5: right. They went after Giuliani, and they're like, "Well, we don't know what charges there are. We don't know what we're looking for." <laughs> oh, so you're on a fishing expedition? Yeah, then. that seems that's fair. right. right that seems can. fair. And yeah, then can. They can. the yeah, mainstream
3: media them. walks him right into it and says, No problem. Watch and see. Mark my words. Fauci's going nowhere and he is a victim. He mm-hmm. will be a victim at the end of this. He will be a victim yeah. of the Trump stirs yeah. that are still out there causing trouble, right?
5: Well, it's unfortunate because when when he when he was in office, he should have gone right to the whatever whatever whoever keeps the records and said, Pull every one of Fauci's emails, mm-hmm. go through them all. I want to know yep. what he knew, when he knew it, and exactly what the deal is. And And unfortunately, you know, it's like, it's like, I feel like Trump was like a hockey goalie, right? He's got, he had pucks coming at him. The fact that he was able to get anything accomplished is really amazing how much he did get accomplished considering the Mueller investigation, which was nothing more than a, a, uh, you know, a, 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 a evidence-destroying expedition is all it was, right? What investigation have you ever heard of where they destroy the evidence? Oh, we're done with the laptops. Yeah, put them in the grinder,
3: right? But <laughs> think about how that. Right? Fauci didn't learn that one, but he doesn't no, need no, to. If you, no. If you have the media on your side, you can <laughs> control anything, yeah, right? It's amazing. I mean, China has figured that out a long time. If you control yeah. the media, you control lives. And that's what yeah. they do. They own yeah, absolutely. Like, they think Facebook, YouTube, they all covered up for Fauci. Right? right? If you questioned him, if you questioned that this was anything else but coming from bats, you were losing your status on Facebook, losing your status on YouTube. How dare you? Right. These are the same people, by the way, that if you question the election results, you are nuts as well. There's right. something wrong with you. Right. We need to get you off these platforms. Right? right. It's crazy. They control the media. They control your lives.
5: Well, there's definitely two different countries going on right now. We have a completely separated America, not only from the political standpoint, but just from the reality standpoint. You sent me this, Mike. I was blown away by reading this article by Jane Woolman Russoff, right? I love the, the triple name deal, right? Uh, you, can tell, you can tell what side of the aisle she's on. Yeah. Get ready for a rough road back to the office. Advisors should hold off on in-person meetings with prospects for now. The business psychologist, Hells think advisor. Yeah, you do that competition. <laughs> yeah, that's You right. can we've been meeting with people since I don't know, the never, whole time never, never the stopped. whole time. Right? <laughs> never
3: stopped. Yeah.
5: We've never been an outbreak source. We've never no. had mass transmissions. No. We had, you know, we we gave people the option throughout the year. Would you like to do a Zoom meeting, a phone call, would you like to come to the office? Sure. And, you know, early on, like everybody else, for those first couple of weeks, you know, we were on an emergency in the office basis only. So if you had to come to the office, we'd see you. Otherwise it was Zoom. But just like Governor DeSantis in Florida, Right away, by mid-April, you know, end of April, we're like, okay, you know, we can see where this is going. So we we went back to basically, you know, the normality of of whatever. So we've been back to normal for a year. I've been seeing my friends for a year. I've flown back and forth between Florida and Buffalo for a year. I've been seeing my parents and my family for a year. Yeah, never stopped. Man, you listen to her, and you can tell that Jane here... <laughs> she's Jane been locked did, in her house for the last yeah. four. She's just Jane, emerging. Like, Jane, uh, and, and uh, what's the name for the With
3: with yeah. with ninety something percent of the country at herd immunity, right? Which is either the antibodies or you've uh, gotten vaccinated, right? She's still encouraging people to sort of tiptoe your way back out of the darkness. It's right. a, <laughs> you've <laughs> been stuck in this <laughs> box for a year, but don't break out of it just yet.
5: It's, a re- it's I mean, you read this article; it's amazing. Well, I, I mean, my biggest prediction is that we're going to have a tsunami of mental health worries. Oh, you I think, think we're already there on yeah, the left. I folks. think you're there. I got to be I, honest. I, right? I read a
3: book in college called The Yellow Wallpaper, and the lady was mentally ill, and eventually she thought she was in the wallpaper. Wow, I've never read <laughs> that one. I, I, I think we may have found somebody in the wallpaper. Yeah, like that's that. And the, but there's a huge group of folks out there, folks. By the way, if you're thinking about starting your business. A business, yeah, do not wait. Right? That was a this great is your time. competition. Your competition mm-hmm. is hiding from a flu where now we have a better chance of getting killed by lightning than we do of COVID, right? So now is the time. Don't wait. I heard people say, you know, making excuses. Well, I can't do this because of COVID. No, you should do this because of COVID, right? There's people hiding. I used to tell my daughter. I'm I'm trying to use both uh, this whole thing, trying to educate and teach and learn from this experience and teach my kids. Like, this is your competition. You see that person with five face masks on (laughs) with a 0% chance of dying and the welding shield in the back of their head? That's who you're going to go up against. Should be fairly easy to beat them. My favorite when it comes to running a company and being something great should be pretty easy, right? They're still stuck in their house. Should be you you know use it as a learning experience for your children.
5: I'm going to read a couple of of segments from this article, but before I do, my favorite Mike is I just saw somebody the other day riding down the street, no helmet but uh, but had a face mask on by themselves. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Like, i got to
5: be honest. You are much more likely to fall off your bike and have a head injury than you wait, are wait. going to die from
3: COVID by yourself on a bike. I'm wait, just telling wait. you. By the way, if you can ride your <laughs> bike, you. means you're probably halfway healthy, right? So right. The right. Way, way, way. The, the probability's gone really, truly like, uh, but we're nuts. We're con- we're crazy. We're part of that conspiracy theory. But the, the the reality is way higher probability at this point of, you're right, dying from uh, an accident where you would hit your head without a helmet mm-hmm. than you would have COVID. Uh, way higher probability at this point of dying from a lightning strike than, than you would have COVID on your bike. So.
5: so this is this is priceless stuff. Let, actually, let me hold this to the next segment, just to, just to actually uh, put a tease out there. I'll, I'll make sure we post this article to our uh, our social media sites, uh, the Twitter. If you want to find out all about the social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the things that we do, go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. You can find all the links there, as well as all the different departments. We are a one-stop financial shop, and so use our website as a resource, thefinancialguys.com. Of course, if you want to call the office for a complimentary consultation, or just to pick our brain, feel free to do that as well. If you think like us, again, give us a call at the office, 833-FINGUYS, 833-346-4897. We do have uh, ongoing uh, TFG Academy sessions, estate planning, retirement planning, college planning this month, I believe, as well, Mm -hmm. and much, much more. So again, thefinancialguys.com. And
3: don't forget about our podcast, folks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The the podcast, we're able to really unleash ourselves. So if you think we're... uh, we're, we're strong here.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No doubt. Yeah, check out our yeah. podcast at uh, your favorite uh, podcast location. All right, very short break. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. Uh, we are the Financial Guys on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Stay tuned.
1: You're listening to the Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at Star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
5: All right, welcome back, everybody. We've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and uh, we just teased a little bit about the uh, the, uh, the emails, of course, the Dr. Fauci uh, you know, meltdown, basically. He is, I think, finished ultimately, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. I want to get back to this. I'll
3: bet you another case Thinking of Red about strip, it. he's not.
5: Oh, I, I'm taking that bet this time.
3: <laughs> I'm going to take that bet. I think he's well,
5: gone by next week because what will happen is he'll retire, right? Just like Dr. Burks did. Dr. Burks knew her emails were. I can't wait to see hers. Right, you yeah. know, there. You know, if, they, if nobody's requested, and we should do it because I, I'd, I'd love to see what's in her email. Oh, yeah. Going back though, you know, it's a shame that President Trump didn't. He should have done that right from the get go. I know oh, for sure. he had access to that. He could have easily but, said, way, we "Go pull everything." We
3: called on this. We called yeah. on this. Remember, yeah. I mean, remember doing radio show podcasts? Like, what are you doing, President mm-hmm. Trump? Mm-hmm. This guy is a phony. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clear, right? I mean, phony at all different levels. This is scary, by the way. I mean, scary. This is a massive... He could be the lead man in a massive cover-up, right? Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fact that the simply, you know, the mask. Now, I hear people go, oh, it's not such a big deal. It is a big deal. It the masks deal. have divided this country, yes. and many agencies like the uh, Department of Health in places like New York have used that... As a baseball bat, they have yeah. bludgeoned mm-hmm. restaurant owners with this mask thing, right? And now we're finding out that he's talking to Obama, saying, "Yeah, they're pretty much worthless. So you don't need to wear one. Right. You don't need to wear one. It's really? amazing. <laughs> really? Well,
5: again, I think they panicked, Mike. I think he was thinking when he when he when he went to recommending masks. I think it was because. He realized what they had built. Mm-hmm. They, I'm going to dub this right here. They built the Franken virus. I've been yep. using the Franken term now on podcasts and in, in uh, and tweets, and I'm going to continue to use it. They built the Franken virus. Is what they did. That's exactly yeah. what they this, did. This was engineered. he knew what he built. Yep. He, you know, and of course he's on. He's on. We'll, and we'll play the videos where he says, you know, in front of Rand Paul, we never focused on gain. We never funded gain of function research. Liar. In his email, Liar. It, There's an attachment
3: that's yep. titled gain of function <laughs> research. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. So anyway, yeah, we'll get he, to that. And by the way, he didn't gloss over it. He <laughs> no. knew all about it. This is no, no, Back all about and forth. Knew back knew back and forth. Yeah. he knew all about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We'll read some of those. The question now becomes: I mean, this was clearly engineered. Oh, no doubt. Uh, And they're talking about some yeast type of thing that looks like it might have been done on purpose. I mean, we need to find this out, folks. This is not the kind of stuff that you go, eh, you know, it was an accident, it came out. Nah, this could have been done on purpose. Well, they
5: made this very catchy, right? They made it uh, transmissible. So they they, they spiked it with stuff so that it was very transmissible and very sticky sticky. to stick to the the cells of other people, right? Yes. So it could have been... Way worse. I think that's why he went to the mass. He's like he figured we better go lockdowns and mass because if this thing has a fifteen percent death rate yeah. that we were trying to build, yeah.
3: and it's in my emails, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly.
5: But anyway, let's get back yeah. to the Think Advisor thing though because I want to when we get to that when I want to play the videos and and the you know read the, the emails and all that good stuff. This is I love this. This is great. Of course, this woman Jane Woolman Russoff. Uh, this is June third, twenty twenty one. Think Advisor. Uh, magazine. Get ready for a rough road back to the office for those that have not been back to the office. She maintains a clinical practice in New York City, so you can get a good idea where her thoughts are coming from, Mm -hmm. and uh, has held faculty posts of psychiatry in Well Cornell Medical Center and the Mm -hmm. University of London. So this is great. In the interview, Katzman argues that the pandemic taught us valuable lessons in alternative ways jobs can be executed, among other positives. If you just try to replicate what was there before, she says, you've lost what the pandemic gave us mm. Mm. like what pandemic did gave the us pandemic i mean i what, guess in a way exactly you could say well the you, ability to use zoom and things like that forced sure. people in that direction is a positive but some of this stuff is just amazing to me that she writes in here um to what extent are firms requiring employees to return to the office um certain companies have said everybody has to be back in the office some are now saying it turns out we we're able to function without uh 3 to 4 days maybe some firms like goldman sachs are saying everybody back yeah, you know, the firms that actually know how to, you know, make people work. Yeah. Um, this is the best part, though. I love this. Financial advisors like to hold in-person meetings with clients and prospects. Should they set them up? Right, set these up right away. People are telling me they're not ready to have in-person meetings <laughs> with their people? bankers or financial advisors. What this people? is the best part. Someone who would pitch them. Someone who would pitch them. There's so much anxiety in general. People are processing a lot. So, in person meetings to develop business with someone you don't know may be premature at this point. Let me tell you something. Yeah. If you're being pitched, by your financial advisor or <laughs> your right. banker, you Find have the wrong – exactly. You've got the wrong financial one. advisor right. and the wrong banker. I don't know about you, but I don't go into a bank going, oh, boy, I hope I can get out of here without getting pitched a product. Pitched. Yeah. Usually I'm the one pitching the bank, right? We're no, the ones going, I'm not going to take our, your mortgage. <laughs> right? no. Don't give me your money. No, no. <laughs> I mean, aren't you the one pitching the bank, though, going, look, here's my project. Here's yeah. what I need funding for. You yes. know, What do you get pitched to the bank if you're yeah, worried?
3: I, I want to buy a car. What's your interest rate? I'd like to buy a house. What's your interest yeah. rate, right? Yeah. I'd like to deposit money into a bank account. What are you paying me? I love yeah.
5: this, though. So people are not ready. No, no, too soon, oh, yeah. too soon.
3: Uh, your, your clients yeah. are, but our, our clients have a brain in their head. Yeah, uh, our We're clients- very fortunate, by the way. We talk about this all the time, that we get to work with people that think like us. It is so important because our clients think. They have a brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've <laughs> been great. in the office
5: for the last twelve months. They were disappointed yeah. that last year's client appreciation party was canceled. Or they
3: had oh yeah, to be this one like, this year will, will not be. By the no. way, yep. our client appreciation party is going on.
5: Oh man, this is been – Questions? Yeah. Let's see. What, what, but this uh, is
3: our competition, folks. By the way, for you financial planners that are out there listening, if, you know, this if is... you're hiding from your clients during this pandemic, and by the way, you know that that is a great like look at. I'm not telling you where to invest and what to invest. But if your financial advisor was hiding over the last twelve months. I could tell you, we were not. We, there's yeah. nothing that would have stopped us from or me from coming in that office. Nothing. We
5: had a, right? a we had a prospect that, well, now he's a client or she's a client that came in and said, you know, I, I was told to just slip my check under their door.
3: Like, I, I don't want to do
5: business like that. Could can you, imagine? you
3: imagine that? This I can't a, imagine owning no. a financial firm and being like, look at the door's locked. Just put your put your check, everything, your hard earned money, put it underneath the door. I can't communicate with you. Right. Oh, it's crazy.
5: So this yeah. is a great part here, though, Mike. What tack? Should advisors take with clients and prospects on the phone? Well, questions should be very open like, how has the last year been for
3: you? Like, <laughs> sounds, I, I can tell you, I know like how Joe the last year has been. I've been talking to our like. clients for the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> a, that the, sounds like a Joe Biden interview. What type of ice cream do you like? I, huh? How about this? God. I've got some advice for you. If you're a financial planner out there, just be honest with people. <laughs> like, just, hey, you can tell this
5: woman, honest to God, she, she locked herself in her apartment in Manhattan. She did. And she has not she She's just emerging now yeah. like uh, like Como from his basement. Yeah, she, right? Huh? Say, the sunshine she, is too
3: bright. I can't yeah, take She actually thinks New York has the best number. <laughs> numbers, by the way. This lady actually, thinks, so this is the kind of lady that votes Cuomo again, reads his book, and thinks, "Wow, he did just an amazing job." Right? And You just you can't make it up. Unreal. You can't make it up. And, Unreal. You know, and by the way, Andrew is a victim. He's a victim of the right wing nut jobs out there that are just looking at the facts. They are not looking at what makes you feel good.
5: Right. It's it's really this whole article is it's just priceless. It gives it, it, you a glimpse, though, into the mind of the left. Onto oh yeah. What have they been doing and thinking for the last? Well, those that actually have careers that have not been out there burning down the you know uh, right. cities, you know. Right. But people like this, who's a she's a psychiatrist, she's sure a professional, she right? Yep. She's in New York City and she's been hiding in her closet for the last yep. fourteen months to just right. emerge now. She has no idea. That the rest of the world of, of you know of normal yeah. people in Florida, people in Texas, right. you know people that are just living. normal have been out living their lives. Remember you know, a few weeks amazing. ago when
3: they opened Texas and Fauci and his friends said this is going to be in Biden, that this is just going to yeah. be the end of it. Neanderthal then, thinking, he called Neanderthal. It. And then a few yeah. weeks later, Texas actually had the best numbers. It were right. the first state I think to have zero deaths in a day. Shocking. If yeah. anything,
5: you could make the argument that well, clearly I think you could make the argument for lockdowns that they absolutely exasperated the the, the oh, COVID. No doubt. About but it. you could also also make the argument that the places that had masks on the longest yeah. did the worst. Had the worst results. You know, and I, you know, I got into it with a local reporter uh, uh, recently on, on Twitter, and they, you know, they're, you know, the arbiter of truth, of course, right? Local. Mm-hmm. I love these reporters, right? Yeah. And. Uh, He's like, well, you know, you you can tell that you know these these masks clearly work, and he sent he posted a <laughs> he well, he posted a chart where the, where the decline or the, we're talking vaccines with it it was like a cliff, and at the very end he goes, here's where vaccines were. See how it plateaued and then it dropped again? I'm like, boy, you have no idea how to read charts, do you? Right. In the financial industry, <laughs> right. we read charts all the time, and so for us, it's very common to understand how to read a head and shoulders pattern. Or, yeah. and guess what? Charts are charts, folks. Whether it's whether it's virus, whether it's. Uh, yeah. Financial uh, numbers, stocks, yeah, or, or, stocks or whatever. Numbers. It's interesting the way that the, how that translates mm-hmm. over. But, you know, when you look at the places that t- took the masks off earliest, and he, the response was, well, just because it wasn't a mask mandate, everybody in Florida was still wearing masks. Not I'm like, true. no, no, I, I spent probably, I don't know, eight of the last 12 months in Florida. So yeah, I spent not, most not of my time in Florida.
3: But when we were we were in Florida, you and I together with a group <laughs> of people, and we went out to a concert, and there was probably 2,000 people, nobody wearing a mask. So the numbers improved as the masks went away. Texas. There's no, there's no doubt. You can't even you can't even debate that. If you've no. got a brain in your head, you can clearly see the pattern. By the way, the Peru was the first country to lock down. They right. had the harshest lockdown. They had the worst numbers. Mm-hmm. If New York was a country, we would be number two behind them, right? Yep. Everywhere around the country, we had the harshest lockdowns, the most amount of mask wearing, we had the worst numbers. All around the world, it's the same thing. It, it's, it, it's, it's clear, right? Neanderthal thinking. Oh, my right. gosh. Wow, they're at zero deaths now. Hmm.
5: Well, you huh. we, we could say the same thing about Texas, Florida, Georgia.
3: Over. I mean, yeah, Fauci over, said it best, over, over then, like, and over again. If Fauci told Obama the truth. Didn't tell the rest of us the truth. He lied to you folks, but the, he told Obama the truth. The truth is, unless you're wearing one of these hazmat masks, they are not going to do anything except for, and I believe this, Hurt your own immune system. Mm-hmm. We are not built to put face diapers on our face, right? Well, yep. But, but the coronavirus was so fine, these masks weren't going to do anything, nothing. Yep. Uh, Fauci's words to Obama. Fauci's words in yep. writing. Not right? going to do a thing. Not yeah, gonna and do we have them
5: on video saying, well, you know, it, it may make people feel good. feel good. That was right before the light bulb went off when he went, oh, man, yeah. oh, oh. Oh, um, this was from our research. This right. is the Franken-virus we but created. Everybody locked down! Everybody yeah. e- Even so, on though. so. Anyway. Even
3: so... He knew that at that point it was a political statement because he knew those mm-hmm. masks were mm-hmm. worthless. Well, if he was honest with people and scared about the virus at that point, he would have said, "You need to go out and get one of these N95 masks. Right, Here's what right. you know. We're very we're, these are worthless. Like I told Obama, these are worthless. Yep. These paper whatever they are, mache things that are, I love that the just the arbitrary things with. though.
5: Six feet, no three feet, no yeah. sixty. No, no, yeah. not at all. It's a joke. It it was we'll talk 100%, more about one hundred
3: percent, and it, and it worked. By the way, it worked one hundred percent. An election year. He knew as early as February of 2020 that, you know, where this was coming from, uh, he knew, you know, that there was possi- uh, a very strong possibility that this was good from gain-of-function research and all oh, that no. stuff. He knew, it. he knew He knew it. the masks were useless. He said it to Obama. They did it 100% yep. for yep. political gain. Yeah, absolutely. All right, got to take a very
5: short <laughs> break. You will not uh, want to miss our upcoming interviews, so stay tuned, folks. We're going to take a very short break. Glenn Michael Mike Lomas will be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network.
1: You're listening to The Financial Guys. This is the show where money meets politics. I'm your host today, Glenn Wiggle, here with Mike Lomas. It's time to talk money.
3: Do you know what he's done? The gap between the rich and the poor is going down. We've got 3.6% unemployment rates. Do you
1: know what this man is doing? The media will come out as the lapdogs, you know, kissing the butt of the Democrat Party. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. All right, welcome
5: back, everybody. You've got the Financial Guys, Glenwickle Mike Lomas, live here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. And again, thanks for tuning in. We certainly do appreciate it. If you like what you hear here on Saturdays, you are not going to want to miss our podcast released every Tuesday in in the audio version anywhere you can find your favorite uh, podcast, whether it be iTunes, the Google Android Store, iHeartRadio, and, and much more. We're everywhere. Uh, and if you want to watch the video version of our podcast, it's released every Wednesday on our YouTube channel where we post other videos as well. So we're going to be working all summer long on putting more content out. we got some great special announcements coming uh, on some really exciting things that we're doing. We're going to be trying to move, I'll give you a little bit of a tease towards live podcasts where we can actually take calls. And so stay tuned for that because uh, that's going to be something that will be uh, quite interesting if we can somehow figure out a way to pull that off. So, Anyway, if you want to uh, uh, call us throughout the week or you have suggestions for new podcasts as we build out our podcast network, uh, to go to our website. You can uh, contact us right through there at thefinancialguys.com. All right. Without further ado, we have a very special guest, uh, somebody who a long time ago was a frequent guest on the show and hasn't been on in quite some time, and we'd like to uh, welcome back Joel Giambra. So, Joel, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it.
2: Guys, I look forward to our discussion.
5: So tell us what you've been doing. I know you uh, you've been around Albany for and politics for you know for thirty years, really in, in Western New York. What what have you been up to lately? And uh, what are we talking about today?
2: Well, what I've been up to lately is developing uh, properties uh, along uh, in Buffalo on the west side, the area in which I grew up. Uh, I've built uh, ten houses so far. We rehabbed dozens of houses, and uh, it's something I, I love to do, and I'm going to continue to do. Uh, I also obviously do some consulting work. Uh, I have a couple of clients that I do some work for. Uh, right now I'm actually involved heavily in managing the campaign of Ted Denoto. Uh, he's a lieutenant in Amherst running for sheriff. As an independent candidate, guys, mm-hmm. uh, chose not to seek the Republican Democratic Party endorsement and to run as a true independent uh, on, uh, on a new line we're calling the public service line. Uh, Ted's objective is to take politics out of the sheriff's department. So that's keeping me busy right now.
5: I wasn't aware we had a Republican Party in this state still. I'm sorry. I (laughs) I misunderstood. That's still
3: alive, Joel. Still (laughs) alive. Does that that still exist? Really? Yeah. Um, So, you know, I know you've had comments recently about, you know, the uh, the, the Cuomo or the, the governor, you know, the governor's race or soon to be within the next two years. Does, does anybody actually have a shot of unseating King Cuomo? Do you, re- do you really believe that anybody could actually compete with him in this state? Uh, it just seems like, I mean, geographically, gosh, you know, we're, we're geographically, we are a conservative state, but there's 18 miles that just seems to be uh, a really, truly brain dead when it comes to voting in the state and, and looking at the results of what they've done. Uh, is, is there any hope of actually unseating him at some point? Well, I think there really is.
2: Uh, when you think about it. Uh, the governor, who's been there now for 12 years, uh, politicians normally have to deal with uh, shelf life after this many years in office. So uh, being there as long as he has poses some potential problems for him in this next reelection. election Added to the fact that he has been charged with sexual harassment, there's uh, investigations about book deals, there's investigations about nursing homes, Uh, There's, you know, potential indictments coming down. So, yes, it makes Andrew Cuomo very, very vulnerable. However, the Republican Party seems to be willing to give him a much better opportunity than he should have based on all the circumstances we just discussed. What I mean is that they need to find a candidate that can attract Democratic voters and independent voters in order to win. In New York State, guys, uh, 50, 50% of the registered voters are Democrat. About 22% are Republican. And here's the astonishing fact the uh, independents, non affiliated, people who do not register with a party, represent 23% of the electorate. So well, the independent voters now exceed the number of Republican voters. So in order to win, in New York State, as a Republican, you have to be able to get crossover votes. And unfortunately, I think the Republican Party in New York State is, again, playing to come in second place. Um, you know, To me, that's not acceptable. I was always taught and believed that coming in second means you're the first to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like to try to win.
3: And Especially when the race is usually only two people <laughs> or three <30 right>. people. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm starting and, to think. And, and Sorry, go ahead, Joel.
2: Right now, the Republican Party seems to be hell bent on trying to uh, move the endorsement to Congressman Lee Zeldin from Long Island, who I never met, but I'm sure he's a nice fella. But he is tied to the waist to the to the arm of Donald Trump, uh, and. In New York State, you know, Donald Trump is not a very popular guy. Last night, I checked the polls in the last election results for Joe Biden won New York State by about 1.8 million votes. So that confirms my hypothesis that in order to win as a Republican, you have to get crossover votes. Let me- so by going with a Trump candidate, you're defeating the purpose of trying to find a winning
5: strategy. Let me ask you a question on that, because just like a lot of the states across the country, Erie County was going for Trump when I went to bed. And then when I woke up the next morning, they miraculously, just like in Pennsylvania, just like in Michigan, just like in Wisconsin, just like in Arizona, Nevada, and so on, they miraculously overnight at 4 o'clock in the morning found enough votes to give to to, uh, President Joe Biden. Winning New York by a million votes is a very slim margin, I think, uh, considering and, and easily could be issue? 1.8 million. Well, whatever, 1.8 million, 2 million. I mean, that's like barely to me for a Trump who's very polarizing. Right. People supposedly hated Trump. I would tend to disagree. I, I you know, honestly, I feel like, Joel, we we get this situation every time. It's well, we got to pander towards the middle. Trump was the first president to really step up and say, I'm not going to pander towards the middle. I'm going to pander towards Americans. Um, here's what I believe in. I'm, I'm I'm, You know, he's not he wasn't even really right wing. I mean, he was more entrepreneur. There was a lot of left wing stances that Trump took. I wouldn't call him a conservative necessarily, certainly a polarizing figure. But, you know, he won, you know, uh, he, you know, uh, uh, handedly, I think, over Hillary Clinton. And, and now, honestly, I believe he won handedly over over Joe Biden as well. What are your thoughts, by the way? I want to get your opinion on, you know, the election of, of 2020, all the anomalies. First time in my lifetime that they've stopped counting votes. When Trump was elected in 2016, they were up till three in the morning trying to find enough votes for Hillary Clinton. They finally conceded the election at three in the morning to Donald Trump. Why didn't they do this in this case? Why didn't they stay up and continue to count votes after 10 o'clock at night?
2: Well, that, that I'm not sure, but I, I if I'm not mistaken, I believe that uh, Trump's victory over Hillary Clinton was about the same margin It's Joe Biden's victory over Donald Trump, but Mm -hmm. be that as it may, um, you know, this is not Georgia. This is not Alabama. Um, Obviously, Trump, as you mentioned, is a very polarizing uh, person Mm -hmm. and figure. Um, I'm not really sure what he stood for before the election. Um, I don't think he ever had any intention of winning the election, but he did. And by the way, I think he happened to do some very good things along the way. Um, I think I was very supportive of some of the immigration policies uh, that he proposed, uh, some of the foreign trade policies I think were very effective. But being the polarizing figure uh, that he is, um, I think, hurt him from being a more effective leader uh, than he was.
5: Perhaps I don't know. Yep. I, I think that they would have tried to stop whoever the the uh, Republicans. It wouldn't have mattered. Mitt Romney. They would have investigated him too. Let me ask you sure. about uh, G, uh, Let me ask you about uh, Giuliani. So now, now, yeah, that's and, I mean. now Andrew Giuliani is hat in the ring. And what are your thoughts there? I mean, right. seemingly more well, he's polarizing got a big than name, Lee. Right? Yeah,
3: he's got a big name and he could probably raise some big money. I would think, right, Joel?
2: I suspect he'd have a chance to raise some money. I don't know how involved his dad is in this election. He's pretty busy right now, Rudy. Really. Uh, with his own issues, but uh, what's interesting here is that if a Republican primary were to take place, which is probably highly unlikely because the Republican State Committee has a stranglehold over the delegates and the people who uh, voted at the convention, but if there was a situation where Rob Astorino from downstate uh, Westchester and Giuliani gets in the race and Zeldin, and there's a three-way uh, Republican primary with all candidates supported uh, and uh, 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 pledging allegiance to Donald Trump then I would have a very very uh, there's a very good possibility that I would try to enter that race under those scenarios but um, you know, and, and not being a Trump person um, you know I could not win a Republican primary so one of the things I did recently, was advance a, a different scenario. And that, as I said earlier, I don't believe any Republican candidate attached to Trump can win without Democratic votes and independent votes. So, what I propose to do in, in an effort to help rebuild the Republican Party is to open up the primary process for the state chairman to declare an open primary in New York State and allowing a vote to take place within the state committee to have non-affiliated voters be able to vote in the Republican primary. Now, what that will do is allow us to figure out who the best and the strongest candidate is to take on Andrew Mm Cuomo By expanding the base of people eligible to vote, you're going to get a much better feel and a much better read as to who the best candidate is. But that proposal was rebuked um, you know, immediately. Uh, and nobody has been able to give me a legitimate or any reason for that matter as to why this concept doesn't make sense.
5: Well, I could say where my concern would fall would, would be, you know, the Democrats. I'd love to hear it. Well, the Democrats, uh, because they just play dirty, right? I mean, they, you know, we we put on kid gloves; they put on brass knuckles. I could see them going, "Let's let's all go out and vote for the candidate that we think is has the least amount of chance against Como," and then (laughs) seriously, and then giving them the opportunity potentially. I see your point though, Joe, and it makes a lot of sense on the surface to say, "Let's let's find out," uh, you know, regardless of party. Who the New York yeah, State voters really want to have, yeah, yeah, so that from that yeah. aspect, I would agree. Hold that thought there though. you have time for another yeah. second but especially
3: Joel? especially because the party itself in this in this state has really been pretty dysfunctional, right so, right right yep. do you
5: have a All few right. more minutes, Joel, I guess we can go along here actually. we'll just continue sure. on before the yeah. break and we'll go a few yep. more minutes and then we'll just go along yeah, yeah. We'll Let,
3: I wanted to ask you, Joel about um, uh, Mark, your your thoughts on how Mark Pollenkar is handling the county. I don't know how you know, I mean you were the county executive. Uh, my guess is that's a that's a pretty uh, laborious and uh, uh, unappreciative uh, position. So I don't know how much you really follow where the state of the county is now. But in your thoughts on Erie County itself, it does seem like at least this, you, you were mentioning the west side of Buffalo. Uh, it seems like COVID has sort of, I don't want to say helped the city, but the real estate agents I'm talking to have, are telling me that, yes, people have left New York City. Some of them, a majority of them, have gone to free states like Florida and Texas, but some of them have actually moved back here to, you know, Buffalo and Erie County, and it does seem like it's sort of helped our, our real estate market here. I know the city itself, you know, the folks that we talk to, some of the traders, and, and my sister actually does some business there and goes back and forth. The city itself is a total mess, New York City. Uh, but it seems like we've benefited from it. I just want to know your thoughts on, um, you know, Erie County itself. There have been some benefits because some of the – Expatriates who
2: left here ten years ago, the younger people, because they they didn't feel there was opportunities here for them. Uh, with the change in how work is conducted, not in the office but remotely, uh, allowed for a bunch of young kids to be, uh, if you will, um, pushed by their parents to come back with their families because you know the parents are saying, "Hey, you don't need to be in your office. Why aren't you in Buffalo? Why are you in Boston? Yada yada yada." So. Yes, that was very helpful. But In regards to Mark Polikars, you know, Mark is in a tough position uh, as the governor, as any elected official, when you have a crisis disproportionate. this proportion. You know, I dealt with three or four storms, the ice storm, blizzards. I was there when we had SARS and uh, West Nile, nothing to this level. Um, But it's a very tough position to be in because you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. There are a lot of Monday morning quarterbacks out there who will, you know, refute and challenge everything that you do. Um, so, you know, elected officials under these circumstances are in very difficult positions. But I think overall, I think uh, County Executive Policars has done a good job. He's been steady, uh, level-headed. And um, I think, you know, following the science is something that allowed us in here in New York State um, to be maybe a little better off than some of the other
5: states. Well, which, which other states, though? So? Hold on a second. got to stop you on that one, Joel. Hold on right there, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I do, too. If New, if, New if, <laughs> if New York State was a country, we'd have the we second, second highest death rate in the world, only outside of New Jersey. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe i got to go through some statistics with you, but let me give you some numbers here, Joel, just for one second, okay? The yeah. national average for unemployment right now is 6.2%. the 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 unemployment rate in New York is 8.2%. The unemployment rate in Florida, however, is 4.7 percent. Now, on, if you on top of that though, Florida has far less deaths than New York, with a higher population. So, and a higher and a higher percentage of older folks being popped. So of, I don't know. Of older. I don't know how you could possibly look at New York State and say that they did anything but the absolute wrong thing. When it came to, and we said this from day one, lockdowns were a huge mistake. Look, we talked about Peru earlier on in the show and, you know, Peru had had the most harsh lockdowns for the longest period of time and they have also one of the highest death rates in the world. So I think the policy in New York, both locally and at the at the state level, has been an abstract disaster. And I think, unfortunately, Mark that they just took whatever uh, uh, Governor Cuomo t- told him to do without any sort of independent thought. And sadly, uh, uh, Joel, I'm disappointed in Mark that he didn't stand up for the very business owners that he's you know is supposed to be representing. And even worse than that, not only did he not stand up for business owners, he sent his thugs in the... Uh, health department to go out there and shut them down arbitrarily. Oh. We didn't do that in places like Florida, and as a result, we have a much better scenario. We said from the get-go, you could have COVID in a box and and a, and a destroyed economy, or you can have COVID and not a destroyed economy. New York State has fifty-two thousand one hundred ninety-two deaths as of this uh graphic we put together, at an eight point five percent unemployment rate, versus Florida at thirty-five thousand seven hundred eighty-two with a four point seven. Yeah. It's not even close. Hey, Eddie- <laughs>
3: adding to that, Marky was out roller skating with his buddies and uh, ice game. golfing with his buddies, maskless. Yeah, ice skating, whatever, uh, with his buddies, maskless as they're as they're golfing. So, have to disagree with you on that one. Well,
2: yeah, look at it. it's always good
3: to hear from you, my friend, and uh, you're always a, a friend of the show and never afraid to speak your mind, which uh, yeah, I which we absolutely that. respect. So, and it sounds like. Would, uh,
5: Sorry, Mike. It sounds or, like almost a, uh, a, a quasi-announcement. So if you do decide to throw your hat in the ring, we'll definitely get you back on for sure.
2: Well, I've got one more run left in me. I just don't know what it's for. Um, I still think I have some value to add uh, in, in creating new ideas and new opportunities. So we'll see what happens, guys. I appreciate the opportunity. Have well, a great day. Congratulations.
3: Well, keep us posted, and you can uh, you can uh, launch it on our show here. So. All right, man. Have a nice day. <laughs> All
5: right, <laughs> Thank awesome. Thank you so much, okay. Joel. We appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a, a very short break, folks. Stay tuned. we got the Financial Guys. We'll be right back. Let me go, Mike Lomas, on the Financial Guys Radio Network, and uh, we'll kind of wrap up uh, some of the thoughts on uh, the interview with Joel, and then we'll move on to some of the uh, Dr. Fauci emails. So stay tuned. You've got the Financial Guys. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network.
1: You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at Star 930.
5: All right, welcome back, everybody. And if you uh, you missed the last uh, interview with Joel Giambra, you can go... uh to our website and find all the uh, previous interviews we've done and, and radio shows and stuff like that. Again, thefinancialguys.com. dot com. I uh, we've known Joel for a long, long time. I was joking with Joel, we, uh, we you know before we set up this interview up, that uh, you know I remember when we were at Payne Weber, some you know twenty mm-hmm. somebody years ago, when Joel was just throwing his hat in the ring for Erie County Executive yeah. and uh, doing a fundraiser with Tommy Gavigan. Uh, old name uh, over the at the pilot, pilot field, field. Yeah. yeah. So you know, he mentioned that that's New York when, State's that's done
3: before a... the communist takeover, where you can right. get together with not yeah, any right. restrictions
5: exactly. Yeah. So it's funny because you know they you know it's uh, his perception. Of course, New York State's done a pretty good job. I would say you know the award-winning, I mean winning New York State optics and PR—they cool. crushed it, right? Opt- optics, yes. Actual death results. Mm.
3: Not so much. Yeah, not so good. The actual (laughs) results of COVID worst
6: Uh,
5: in the country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, (laughs) second worst outside of New Jersey. But hey, you know you can strive to be uh, number one still. But oh, absolutely. All right, Absolutely. so switching but he's gears, he's got a book out of it, five million dollars. million.
3: has got a book coming out, by the way. Well, ten, actually, they
5: scrubbed that. They pulled that. They yes, did. yes, they did. They pulled it off of Amazon and ten off lessons of, uh, on
3: the truth and a way forward. That's yeah. what that's what the book was going to be. Ten yeah. lessons, maybe that, maybe uh, maybe they're going to change it to ten lessons on how to lie. In yeah. Front of the well, American
5: every page people. is a different uh, a different theme. That's that's yeah. how he rolls, right? So every yeah, page is right. just the opposite of the previous page.
3: Masks, <laughs> no masks, Masks, no masks, Lockdown, yeah. no
5: lockdown. Gain yeah. of function, no gain of function. Right, all over the yeah. board. So anyway, bats are not snacks. Yeah. Anyway, if again, if you need us throughout the week, folks, uh, and if you want to replay the interview, you should go to our website again, thefinancialguys.com. All right, very special guest in studio here. We've got uh, Gabrielle, who is a rock star on the Medicare side. Wanted to give an opportunity to introduce her, and she's been on the air before, of course, but always doing a great job. What's new in the world of of Medicare, uh, Medicare, Gabrielle, and um, how is the year going so far?
7: The year is going great. Um, Medicare is pretty overwhelming to the typical person Um, so I actually wanted to reiterate because a lot of people you know fall behind when enrolling Um, if you are turning 65 now through September it's time to get the ball rolling um, signing up you don't want to have any late penalties because people aren't aware of that And it's really smart to start browsing your options three months ahead. You know, you never know how long your enrollment process is going to take, anywhere from two days to two months with Social Security. So anyone turning 65 from today through September, give us a call. We'll get you going. We'll compare your um, current health insurance plan with your group look at if you're on New York state of health and just see what your options are moving forward. But that's really, you know, really important to start doing it as soon as possible. Do you
3: you find that people think it's so complex, I just don't want to deal with it. And then they blow it off to the last minute. Does that happen?
7: Yeah, a lot of people, you know, I think they get really nervous. It's a foreign land that they're navigating. You know, they've had this traditional group health insurance or New York state of health, and they think Medicare is going to be, you know, more expensive, more difficult, but it's really just a very easy transition mm-hmm. as long as you have someone there, you know, to navigate you through the new system.
3: And yeah. AHIP a- 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 certified, it's funny because people will hear Glenn and I on the radio and say, well, we need you for Medicare. I'm like, you don't need us for no, Medicare. No, the last thing you I'm want. not, I'm not <laughs> a- HIP certified, right? Um, so it's complicated. One of the things I see people do, though, and I think it's a mistake, is they're with their employer and they just stay with that health insurance and they don't even look and see other options, right? And it's I've heard you folks say, "Ah, oh, man, you've got to at least spend a few minutes to make sure that that's the right plan. Just don't assume that your employer has it. That's the one you should have when you're 65, right?
7: Yeah. I mean, the purpose of working with a broker is we're here to give you that advice. We're not here to push a product on you, but show you your options. You know, in Western New York alone, there's over 50 plans that people can enroll into. And if you're on a group health plan, we understand that that's where you're comfortable at. It's where you've been for the past however many years. And if that is the the best option for you, we'll tell you. We're going to say, hey, remain on that group health plan. You're going to save money. It's better coverage. But that's not always the case. You know, there's people who transition over to a Medicare plan and they're saving hundreds of dollars. Um, you know, so a month. So, right? a month. Yeah. So it, it, it's different for every single person, if you're married, if you're single, if you're not retiring, if you're retiring. There's a lot of different um, variables that play and, into and, the transition. And
3: let me ask you this. And, and So if I'm with XYZ Insurance Company and I think I want to stay there, I may enroll in a different plan, though, right? Like I might not be in the exact same insurance, even though it's the exact same insurance company. The only reason I asked that is because I had Brian Janet come in with a client earlier this week, and they were with an insurance company. And Brian said, I think you're with the right insurance company. You're just not with the right plan in that insurance company. Yes,
7: yes. So every insurance company has multiple plans. And a lot of times people are pushed into one plan that isn't for, you know, one, their wallet, one, their health situation, or the way they need to go about that year with getting the best coverage. So even though you might be in the right carrier situation, there are multiple plans um, for your own unique situation that you can switch to. And awesome. before
3: we, we let you go, what's the cost of this? Somebody comes in, what's the cost for you to help them?
7: There's no cost ever. No, Ever. Awesome. Everything we do is complimentary. We're here to be a complimentary resource to you and just help you um, navigate the system. Wow.
5: Gabrielle, thank you so much. 833-FIN-GUYS if you want to get a hold of Gabrielle. Or again, go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. All right, very short break. A whole other hour to go. You've got Glenwood Michael we are the Financial Guys here on the Financial Guys radio network.
0: it's time to talk money
4: open the curtain please we are introducing new york state clean hand sanitizer made conveniently by the state of new york
1: it's the financial guys radio program with local financial experts glenn
4: wiggle and mike lomas this is a superior product to products now on the market purell competitor new york state clean it has a very nice floral bouquet, little eye detective, lilac, hydrangea, tulips. What you
1: smell like? Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
5: All right, welcome back, everybody. Hour number two. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and uh, we're kind of bouncing around a little bit. We will still get to the, uh, I got a bunch of videos and a bunch of audio from Dr. Doctor Fraud, we'll just call him, and uh, you know the mm-hmm. guy who created the Franken virus is, is what I'm terming it because we now have a lot of da- uh, evidence and data and information based on his own emails that yeah, uh, he knew uh, all of, about it. Yeah, of what he did, he knew all about it. Said that a couple weeks ago before he even came out with the yeah. uh, the emails were even released that based on just his his body language and the questioning with Rand Paul that um, that he knew what he had done. He knew he, it. You could a just victim. tell.
3: He's a victim, Glenn. He's
5: but you could victim. tell from his body language oh. that he knew that, oh, well, boy, they're, they're closing in.
3: Yeah. huh. How dare I, you question that this was manufactured in China? You're not. I know. I love
5: all these. We're all conspiracy theorists by the media until six months or a year goes by, and it all comes true. Yep. Same thing with Donald Trump, by the how, way, right? It was it? Nobody, tapped, nobody wiretapped Donald Trump. Oh, but they did. But
3: they did. How right. about this? There was two scientific studies that said 85% of the New York nursing home deaths would have been... Uh, they would have they, they would have uh, lived. They would have been saved had they used things like hydroxychloroquine. Right, eighty five percent. of The New York that's terrible. Tests, right. So they they so had, why didn't they do that? Well, they didn't do that because Trump said it was a good idea.
5: Right. right? Think about that. They yeah. had the treatments for this stuff, and the media, including social yep. media. If you mentioned hydroxychloroquine, you were, oh, you banned, were banned from Twitter. Off you of were Facebook. banned from YouTube. Facebook. Right. Yep. You lost your account. It was completely uh, deplatformed, yep. de- de- whatever you want to call yep. it right. And you know, sure enough, and then when President Trump said, "Well, I'm taking it," and the sad thing is, you know, you're going to find out. It well, maybe we'll find out, but I'm going to tell you exactly. I'll tell you right now. I, you can see it, right? This it doesn't take a brain surgeon. Why was that? Why are there like a dozen emails going back between Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates? Mm. Why was Dr. Fauci talking to Bill Gates at all? Right. 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 Is, there a, is there there money linkage firm? here that they wanted <laughs> right. to downplay treatments so they could upplay yeah. vaccines? You're going to find they out. Fauci's going to sail off in the sunset with a bajillion dollars.
3: Oh, for sure for sure he should yeah. be in jail as a victim should as be in a victim GM. of the right you know Yeah. he was tarred and feathered and pushed out you're going to all find be. that that he and it looks very uh uh realistic that he was a huge part of funding this operation and and like you said before he was a huge part of funding it he'll walk away with hundreds of thousands millions of dollars yep. uh and um and you know it'll go nowhere. It'll it'll really go nowhere. Yeah. That's the said. But he's a lead man in a massive cover up. At what it smells like to me. Yep. And he's the emails are starting to prove it. Engineered yeah. through China. This was not clearly uh, funded you know, by U.S. It, this is, This did not go from somebody having a bat as a snack and all of a sudden it, yeah. it leaped. And we this said that a was, year ago. How stupid
5: yeah. was that narrative?
3: I mean, right. think about that. The media right. came out and said, "Oh, there's no evidence to show that it
5: came from a uh, from the from the lab." Mm. Well, guess what? There was no evidence that showed that it came from the wet market either. Yeah. Except, what's more logical well, to you? Well, Now
3: the emails, by the way, are showing that there was a lot of scientists saying this really does look like this was engineered and, and, and it actually looks like it was manufactured with a yeast that is very, very sticky. Very sticky. They said it
5: a year ago in the emails. He was sent an email. Well, we'll get to that. I don't want to get too far ahead. We had a special guest I want to introduce real quick and and go through yet uh, just another guest. And then this is a regular, so you'll know this individual because he's on on a regular basis and he's got the best website name in the world, GoToddy <laughs> Todd Akinser joins us. Hey Todd, how you doing, buddy?
4: I am excellent. How are you this fine day?
5: I am fantastic. So, is the real estate market still on fire? Any any signs of it cooling off at all? Has it has it abated at a, at least a little bit? Where you got more inventory at this point, or are we still fast and furious?
4: We're still fast and furious. I honestly, I obviously, this is just my humble opinion. This is going to take years to correct because we're just in a bottleneck. And you know, like anything else, once you get all congested, how it's like a car wreck, right? How do all we the get traffic, here? It's, Um, honestly, I think it was the fear between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton back then, because the market slowed down and it just got worse and worse and worse. When Trump got in, you know, some people were giddy, some people were paranoid and it just kept that bottleneck going and going and going and going. And here we are today.
5: But how do we get to a lack of supply? I mean, it seems as if, you know, there's not a lot of increase in population in Western New York, yet there is a lack of real estate supply. Is that because of People move out of New York City. Is that because, you know, in one year, you know, Mark cars touted that we brought in 25,000 refugees that are displacing other people? Is it because we didn't build anything for a long time? And now just by, you know, natural, you know, growth in, in general, it, it uh, it's causing that shortage? Or, or what's, you know, is there a combination of all the above?
4: It is all the above. I mean, you've got some people who are uh, afraid to sell because they're like, well, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? I don't want to live, you know, in a van down by the river. You know, <laughs> I do. Obviously, <laughs> right. That's two of us. I like the view. Um, you know, building is not the easiest option, you know, between lumber costs and now the backlog, even there, you know, uh, my ne- my nephew, <laughs> my cousin, I showed him a new build. And they said seven to eight months before you could move in. Mm-hmm. So there's a backlog there. So it's like everywhere you turn, you're either competing to buy a home like you're on eBay or you're waiting for a new build. You know, um, there's a handful of people who are trying to take advantage and they're listing the house to sell and renting. Then you've got the people coming in, they're cashing out of the big cities and, you know, coming here and paying cash for their house. And they don't care that the taxes... Are what the taxes are because if you don't have a mortgage, what difference does it make, right? Yeah, that's the biggest thing. So yeah. fluctuation from New York. State. It's just a yeah. big mix of the all of the above.
5: How does this differ from two thousand and eight? I think a lot of people I'm hearing from clients that say, "Gosh, Glenn, it seems like this is a bubble that's eventually going to pop." This is different, though, isn't it?
4: Oh, it's way different because they were giving away mortgages and not verifying incomes back then. So I could have gone in with you know thirty forty thousand dollars a year and told them I make sixty seventy eighty, and um, ironically that's when we bought our house and uh, you know the realtor we were using was pushing because obviously their commission gets juiced and I just remember thinking what did you hit your head if I get laid off because <laughs> I was working construction I'm gonna lose my house you know but right. luckily we had you know, calm heads and didn't get caught up in it. But yeah, I mean, they were not verifying incomes. They were not checking anything. They were just pushing home sales. Mm -hmm. And this is completely different. Now we're verifying incomes. If anything, it's a bigger pain in the neck right now yeah, um, because of all the regulations that Ryan can tell you about on mortgage end. And we just got a low supply, you know, interest rates are so low, people can buy more house. So people are taking advantage of that. Mm -hmm. So
5: so what do you want to list today? Let's let's talk about. You got anything you want to plug here on the uh, on the air? I know you uh, uh, you mentioned one of our clients' houses a couple of weeks ago. I met with her uh, last week, and she was thrilled that uh, you did that for her. So, well, you got yeah. anything out there you want to uh, want to
4: present? By the way, she's happy because that one sold over asking too. But oh, it did! I'll Fantastic! Just, yeah, nice. Yeah, right? there, you go. Right. So I got a bunch. Actually, I got a I got a twenty eight hundred square foot. Uh, duplex in Elma that's actually a ranch on top of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a lot of folks that are looking for multi-generational on that one. Mm-hmm. I got a condo in East Aurora. That one's nice because that one's only 150000 and overlooks the Knox estate. Mm-hmm. And in Alden, I have what might as well be a new build because it's only about two years old with a single fellow that caused no damage townhouse um, in the village of Alden, which is awesome. So if somebody wants a new build but doesn't want to wait... Mm-hmm and they don't want to cut their grass and pick their weeds, I got them covered. (laughs) Nice. So...
5: Well, I'm tired yep. of uh, picking weeds and cutting my grass in Alden, so I may actually uh, be getting in touch with you and looking at maybe the uh, the condo or something a little bit. Uh, I'm almost fifty now, so I, I feel like you know I just turned forty nine, so I'm not really quite almost fifty, but I feel like the time for me to begin to move into the senior community is uh, <laughs> is there. So I'll be a, <laughs> I'll be a t- Todd. What's your phone number again? I know it's go toddy dot com as a website, but what's your number in case people want to reach yep. out
4: to you? 716 912
5: 8684. 8684. And of course, go toddy.com. Todd Akinger, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. You bet. Have a great
3: one. All right, take care, everybody. All right, uh, let's take nine,
5: a very short break. 912-8684, by
3: yeah. the way. he will feature your house if you list with them here, so it gives you a nice head start.
5: Absolutely. All right, we'll take a very short break. We'll come back with those uh, some uh, audio clips, uh, Dr. Fauci emails, really get into the meat of uh, today. May open the phone lines. We'll see. Uh, but if you need us throughout the week, again, we do manage money for a living, 833 uh, 833- Fin guys' offices in Buffalo, Williamsville, uh, Batavia, and Rochester, and down in South Florida in Jupiter. And of course, we're also licensed in like 40 plus states across the country. So no matter where you are or where you go, we got you covered. So again, thefinancialguys.com or 833fin guys. All right, very short break. We'll be back with those uh, Dr. Fauci emails and much, much more here on the Financial Guys Radio Network.
1: You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930.
5: All right, welcome back, everybody, and uh, thanks again for staying tuned. We do appreciate it. I have uh, now, the, the moment you've all been waiting for is the breakdown of Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fraud, really, and his, uh, his Franken-virus that he's created. And, uh, you know, we said again weeks ago that he knew. He knew. And uh, we're going to play more of this on our well, podcast, by proof. the way. Now, now we uproot, as yeah.
3: early as February of twenty. 20- now what went in? What went on in twenty twenty that would make Fauci really not you know tell the truth of what some of the emails he was getting, where scientists were warning that this was from gain of function research. Yep. And uh, I wonder what what took place in twenty twenty. Hmm.
5: Hmm, yeah. Hmm. So we're we'll, uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna get through what we can hear in the last you know couple three segments of today's show and. Uh, But, you know, we'll also be talking, I'm sure, about some of this stuff on our podcast as well. And if you missed this week's past podcast, uh, the Financial Guys podcast titled Woke Education is available on all the major platforms. We also do another podcast called TFG Truth. That is with your favorite guest host here on the radio, Mike and Mike. Mike Sporazzo, Mike Hayflick do a wonderful job on TFG Truth, and their podcast released on Thursday this week is called The Lousy Left. So don't miss this week's podcast and all the podcasts that we put out, available on all the major podcast networks. So wherever you find your podcast, you'll find The Financial Guys and TFG Truth as well. For more information, of course, go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. All right, without further ado... This is Tony Fauci. This is back on April 17th of 2020. Now, keep in mind, at this point, he had received an email from uh, other doctors that said, this looks like, if you look closely, that there are things in here that look like it's not natural. There was Mm. no natural origin. So there was no consensus. In fact, the opposite. But listen to his words here. Because, again, it was all about believing the doctors, right? we got to believe the experts. Did,
3: didn't miss the email. Confirmed it. Yep. Confirmed okay. it. boy, well, thanks. We've right. got to have immediate uh, conversations about yeah. this. He knew all about it.
5: For all you on the left that said, you know, follow the science, follow the facts, follow the science, follow the facts, follow the science. We have to believe the experts. Mm. Except, guess maybe, what? Maybe we should have done that. Experts lie, too. <laughs> experts <laughs> yeah. lie, too. Yeah. How about we believe with, and, we, well, and we look with critical analysis. Well, this we use our lied. brains and he we can lied. look at outcomes. He, he lied. lied. Lots of lied. So, Lots of some lied. of the
3: scientists that were reaching out to him might not have lied. No, definitely not. Lied. But yeah. that's the
5: thing. Science and medicine is about getting to a consensus but challenging each, each other's viewpoints on things. That's what science is about. Not, you know, we're going to you know, not talk about anything that doesn't go along with the narrative. No, science is about, yes, challenge the narrative. You Try to poke holes in it. Let's figure out if we're right or we're wrong. That's what science is supposed to be. Somebody puts out a hypothesis, and other scientists try to discredit that hypothesis, yes. and if they can't, then eventually that gets published in a journal and we say, okay, well, we've tried to look at this. Sadly, the scientific community is, is, is dead. The medical community has absolutely flushed any shred of credibility that they've had. And I'm not talking about the local doctors and nurses. You folks did, uh, you are heroes. You did a wonderful job. I'm talking about these so called experts that we were told that we have to listen to. The swamp. The
3: swamp, exactly. The swamp. The people that have been there forever. That's right. With with, uh, prediction charts that are consistently 97% wrong. Those people.
5: Here's Dr. Fauci, though. This is April 17th in a press conference. And again, uh, April 17th, 2020. That's right. By this point, He he had received an email that said, We believe that there are, you know, whatever signatures in this virus. That look to be man-made. Here's yep. Dr. Look Fauci. Look to be engineered. All right. Watch Fauci lie. This is from a Tucker Carlson. A
1: group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists look at the sequences there and the sequences in uh, bats as they evolve. And the mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump. Of a species from an animal to a human. Not
5: true. Totally consistent. Not true. <laughs> totally consistent. All we look, group of scientists. No. <laughs> what actually, group is the group that? of yeah, which group? <laughs> which group specifically? Right. Which one? The
3: group in your email the month before was talking about how this was engineered. Right. How the yeast in it was very sticky and right. it was man made and right. engineered by the Chinese. Exactly. The Chinese and a department of which you funded or helped fund. Yep.
5: Exactly. It's just amazing. It really is. Like, the stuff that, that he said that he got away
3: with is shocking. How, how in the world this is not the top story on oh, no. every news outlet is this, mind-blowing.
5: Let me read you CNN's take, because you'll oh, yeah. love this. Oh, this is the victim. priceless. He's the victim. This he's is going to end up as
3: the victim, Glenn.
5: Where did I find this here? La, 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 yep. la, how dare us question
3: it. that, by the way? You're the right-wing radicals. You're questioning yep. him. You're, yep. you're nuts. This was not manufacturing anything. Bats are snacks. This and, is, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, you're the same crazy people that are questioning the election results as well.
5: This is CNN's take. They put this, this is an article, and they posted this to Twitter. This is on Thursday they posted this, or no, Wednesday. Here's what it says. This is their take. This is what they got out of the emails. That everybody else is going, oh, my God. But here's CNN takes. Thousands of emails from and to Dr. Fauci reveal the weight that came with his role as a rare source of frank honesty, within the Trump administration's COVID-19 task force. Ta- task force. Really, CNN? That's your take? <laughs> That's what you get out of this? Really? Uh, yeah. Really? Because here's what I get out of this. Let me play a little clip from Rand Paul here. This is a I fantastic get clip. I
3: get cover-up.
5: Yeah, I get cover-up, I, too. I,
3: I, get, I get smells like Fauci's tied into yeah. this thing more so than we ever believed.
5: Yep. Here's Dr. Fauci again uh, being grilled by Rand Paul on political theater of the mass. Now, again, keep in mind... There's emails that said, nope, those, those store-bought masks Worthless. don't work. Here's the one thing, before I get to this clip, by the way, here's what I'm really getting sick and tired of, right? Now, we had MIT professors, actual studies come out and say, yeah, six feet, six inches, 60 feet, we Doesn't don't know. Matter. We don't think it matters, right? Yep. The CDC, who is absolutely discredited themselves as well, came out and said, six feet, Why? Why did they come up with six feet? Well, they came up with six feet because they basically took a middle school project, they put two mannequins, they they drilled holes in the mouths, put Max on them, and, and, and pumped smoke through and said, well, seems like six foot is about the right idea. <laughs> Honestly, I would expect that from a sixth grader. Right. Seriously, a mid, that's a middle school science project is what as, but... I'm still going around. I see signs everywhere. I oh, see yeah. dots on the floor. Don't yeah. don't forget six That's foot something. social distancing. How about this? They made it up. Now let how me about- ask you. Well, hold on a second, Mike. If they didn't make it up, how did they just switch to three feet? Right, yeah. all of a sudden, the schools like, well,
3: three feet's okay. <laughs> three feet's okay. Based good.
5: on what? And then, of course, the the uh, the CDC director, the uh, whatever her name is, uh, 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 whatever her name is, doesn't matter. She comes out and says, well, based on all the new data we've had come out in the last two weeks, nobody in the media says, can you point specifically? Yeah, where,
3: where is that? Right? What Study is that? Right? Right? Well, specifically, yeah, no, they, which they data? Don't they, oh, they don't care. care. They're just making stuff up as they go. Every one of their quote charts has been. Uh, uh, off by 90 something percent. And the masks, by the way, again, I, I continue to say this is the, such a big deal. Like the people that are like, well, it's not a big deal. It yeah, is a big deal. They use these masks as a baseball bat to destroy multiple businesses, hundreds, thousands of businesses yeah. across the country. Now, you know, some areas of the country were uh, were led by greater leadership, like Florida. We continue use Florida as an example because we're down there quite a bit. We, you know, we have offices down there. Uh, they did not use the masks. As a, as a baseball bat to yeah, destroy restaurants, gym. right? Yeah. But they did in Erie County. Here yeah. they did, right? We had Marky Mark and his buddies They're out still golfing it. without a mask. Not a problem. You have Dr. Fauci, who's supposed to be the leader of SAFE, telling the Obamas, don't worry about wearing a mask. They're totally worthless. Yet you have Marky Mark and his buddies sneaking in the back of a restaurant, right. putting them out of business because people were not wearing masks properly in certain establishments. Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculously sad. i, I mean, tell you what's even worse. They owe the world an apology. They do. They, well. they owe, first of all, every dollar that these scumbags make, like Andrew Cuomo, like Dr. Fauci, should be given to the restaurants that they beat That's the right. heck out of. Well, every, how how about every dollar he... I if should, I own a restaurant. I'm suing for I'm suing well, for that money. I'm how about that
5: him. how about that 5 million dollars goes to the the nursing home uh, the mm-hmm. of the families of the residents that died in nursing right. homes needlessly That's right. because That's right know, the, he he was remember he was falsifying data in June at yep. the same time he was telling his people to cover up cover the up data. The data. He was writing a book yep. on how great he was. Yeah. I mean the fact that the Republicans and the Democrats in Albany can't get together and remove this guy after 10 sexual harassment claims and 57,000 deaths, the highest death rate outside of New Jersey in the country. It's amazing that he's still there. It really goes to show the... The uselessness—I hate to say it—of just about every one of our, our New York State legislators. By the way, our New York State legislators get paid in most cases twice, if not four times, the amount of money that other state legislators yeah. make. And New no York State legislators make None. the highest income with the best benefits in the nation. None. It's and ridiculous. They, and
3: they do nothing except they for the Yes, man, for Andrew. That's Obama. exactly yeah. right. They do nothing. Uh, Let me say you one Mike's more Barraza thing here in office. Do you want to in the studio? Do you want to? Hold we'll take a break the yeah, yeah,
5: hold next. One real quick thing. About the mask, though. You mentioned the using it as a bludgeon. You're absolutely right. I tell you the other impact, though, and this is a longer-term impact, is that the masks are dehumanizing to people. Yep. You take away a person's smile, you take away a person's face, and you make them suddenly just nothing, right? There's yep. no interaction. There's no humanity Needs that touch and that that look yep. and that it's normal. You know, it's the same thing. I hate to say it that the Islamo fascists have done yes. to their women. It, Let's make they, them wear it, face the coverings. Way. They right? knew it. That's they knew exactly it.
3: why they did it. Yes, they did. It, it, it that's right. Literally, it makes them non-human. Them. Yep. So, so
5: women and women in Iran are property. Yep. They're not human. They have to cover themselves.
3: Yep. And if you don't see them, well, that's right. They, well, then They mean right. a lot less. It's, it's exactly from, right. By the way, I was exactly talking to a doctor right. the other way that said the, the same thing two weeks ago. He's like, do you understand how hard it is to treat people if you can't see their face? He yeah, goes, I, he it's goes, craziness. Being a doctor for so many years, I can read you. I can read how much pain right. you're in by your Just face. Just the grimace on your face. It, exactly. If you're wrapped in a face diaper, I can't, can't tell that. Exactly. It's a big deal. It's, it's a, a big, big deal. deal. No doubt. It's, and again... They use this as a tool, as a bat, yep, to crush yes multiple businesses. Yep. And these dirtbags, we find out that they knew all along they were worthless. And they're still doing all it. Along. Amazing. All right, got to take a very short break. It.
5: We'll come back with Mike Sparraza on the other side. We'll check him in with Holman on to see what's going on. Again, uh, stay tuned, folks. You've got the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Mm-hmm.
4: Get the extremists it's simple no one hunts with an assault rifle no one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer
1: you're listening to the financial guys Glenn wiggle and mike lomas to reach glenn and mike now call 803-0930 toll free at 800-616-wben and sell calls are free at star 930
5: already right, welcome back everybody we got the financial guys glenn wiggle mike lomas and i want to mention again that, uh, you know, if you think that we are non-restrained here, you have to hear the podcast. Mm. I mean, the podcast is, is really no holds barred, and uh, we and have
3: the, the opportunity to really speak our minds. It's commercialist. It's commercialist.
5: Yeah, we get to go an hour, hour and a half, whatever we want,
3: yeah.
5: uh, without any sort of breaks at all. And so it allows us to, you know, it's tough. I don't think people realize, uh, you know, we've been doing this for like 23 years now. Um, it's tough to talk in nine to 12 minute segments. It's not as easy as it sounds. I mean, it's not the hardest thing in the <laughs> I mean, world we either. we make it exactly make it look easy, right? But <laughs> um, but you know to have to take a break, you know, every ten minutes, basically, it's torture. It's tough, right? It's so tough. the podcast, we don't have any of those restraints, so we can talk a half hour, take a break, not take a break, a full hour, whatever. And uh, it allows us to have a lot better flow. And also, we have a video version of that as well. So you can watch us as we do it in, a li- in addition to listening and, to us. So- and don't
3: forget about the, the truth, uh, TFT Truth, by the way. You guys have been having some awesome yeah. guests on. We've got Mike Sprouse ahead of our home and auto division. By the way, give him 14 minutes. Let him shop over 25 companies to save you money. It's so easy, a liberal could do it. Uh, um, but you guys have had awesome guests. I mean, mm-hmm. well, last week you filled in for us Andrew Giuliani. I mean, yep. it was a great interview. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've
6: had a lot of fun with it, just trying to search out some guests, different areas of the country, not just in New York. So we've had a lot of fun with it. I enjoyed Lee it. Lee Zeldin. Oh. Lee Zeldin was on. Yep, we yeah. had uh, Sheriff Daniels down in Arizona at the border. Uh, Sheriff Nako down in Florida, Glenn, I'm sure you know who that is, so yep. we've had some fun guests. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. yeah, awesome, good stuff. So what'd you talk about this week on your podcast? Uh, TFG Truth by the way, you can find that everywhere great podcasts are uh, are found
6: This week it was just a, a a rapid fire session, a lot of things, whether it be coronavirus or uh, Black Lives Matter and what's going on there. So we' have just we're hitting about you know 10 to 15 issues this week. just rapid fire. it was a lot of fun. Did Mike she
5: buy I... another home that I missed? What's that? Did did, did the leader of Black Lives Matter buy a fourth home? Did I miss that? No, she
6: actually resigned.
3: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. she made money well, now, Glenn. She made. Oh, she's life, done but... now. Yeah, she's got her yeah. four homes. Why, yes. why? Why? Why carry on? Remember, Obama yeah. said you know yeah. you don't need a home. with well, like, six about... bedrooms. Yeah, well, oh, it's all, wait, it's He all... bought one with fourteen. Sorry.
5: Yeah. So, so what happened to was she in it for the cause? Have we, have we fixed all the uh, oh, the was... issues with police violence that Black Lives Matter expoused uh, uh, expouses? Or oh yeah,
3: she fixed that, everything. It's all done. It's all fixed. She's... Yeah, Biden won. It's all fixed. Wow. So she's going to resign
5: and walk away with yeah. millions and millions and millions of dollars. That's. That is Marxism at its finest, folks, yeah, right there. Yeah. Oh, no, she's great. That's she's impressive. Fine. Really she's,
3: impressive. Oh, yeah, you missed it. No, she's good.
6: And, <laughs> she's and, good. And the interview with that former member was pretty telling, too, when he came out and bashed them you know, left, right, and center this week, too. I don't know if you guys saw that. No, um, it was a
3: busy week for me. A
5: yeah. lot of meetings. Yep. Last week, too, actually, I've been on the on the road a little bit and uh, you know, got to see some of our advisors across the country. And we, by the way, folks, for those of you that are moving across the country, uh, we have advisors all over the place now. So I was up in Charleston last week meeting with Andy Cook, one of our fantastic advisors down there. I went over to Columbia, South Carolina, met with Omar, who's a fantastic advisor there. I went up to, to Charlotte, met with one of our advisors there. And so we have advisors pretty much across the country. So... You're always welcome to continue to work with us. I have clients if, in Maine and Virginia and Nevada and California that I personally work with. We do Zoom meetings, we do phone calls, but if you want a local advisor, if you're leaving the area, maybe you don't have a relationship with the financial guys now, but you're leaving the area and you want to establish a relationship in the new place that you're going, give us a shout. We very well may have a fantastic professional investment professional in that area that can help you. So again, 833 Fin Guys or you can reach us through our website at thefinancialguys.com. All right, Michael. What's going on in the world of who you saving money for this week? Every week, you got some great stories. So what do you got for us this week, Mike?
6: Yeah, this one was an interesting one. It was actually a, a, a friend of a family member of mine, and they had reached out knowing that we do this type of stuff.
3: And they actually
6: just got non-renewed on their homeowner's insurance for a claim that happened about two
3: years ago. Oof. So he called me, you know, hey. That's something. So they pay their insurance, pay their insurance, pay their insurance. They make a claim. They get kicked off.
6: Yeah, it, okay. was, it was a claim from, it was actually two and a half years ago. It was in 2019. Uh, and, you know, his father listens to our show and said, hey, give him a call, and he knows that I'm in the business. So he called us and you know we we shopped it around. We ended up saving him $250 still on the home insurance that he was paying before. Wow. The auto went up about 100 bucks, so overall still some savings and we got his home back insured, which is obviously Huge. extremely <laughs> yeah. important. He's got a mortgage, he needs it, yeah. you know. So Right. Don't always think just because a company non renews you that we, you know, you're you're doomed and you can't you can't work with somebody because we we find
3: policies but all day in long. In this fun. case it saved them two hundred and fifty bucks. So right. it was actually a good thing. Yeah. yeah well exactly. it's
5: interesting because sometimes yeah. companies just have too much risk in a certain area. So they, they just non-renew because their their actuaries and their statisticians say, Ooh, we got too many homes, we need more autos. So they stop renewing homes and they start picking up more autos. So you just gotta understand the way insurance works. You know, they've got these actuaries that are locked in a closet somewhere that are crunching numbers to try to balance the risk off from a company perspective. So sometimes you're, you're a preferred customer, sometimes not so much. And so you just got to, you know, obviously work with someone like Mike that can help to continuously shop it around so that when you do get dropped, you're not worried about, you know, picking up somebody else with 20 some odd companies, you know, it's pretty, pretty easy for us to find something else for you. Right.
6: And one thing I do want to mention too, you know, obviously now we're, we're starting to work in different States too. We're in Pennsylvania and Florida and soon to be a few others. And, Right now, coming out of this, we'll call it coronavirus, uh, whatever it is right now, make sure your policies are back up to date. I know a lot of people said they were driving less, they changed their policies around, maybe their payroll was less for workers' comp or disability. Make sure that you've looked at those and everything has been updated back to normal now that people are mostly going back to work and businesses are opening again. Um, That's the thing that we really want to look at because if you're insured improperly, coverage can... Be an issue, and or your premiums could increase if you get audited for businesses. Yeah, yeah. Well, check
5: your home values too, right? Home, yep. home prices yep. have gone up substantially in the last several years. Yep. Uh,
3: yep. And, and before we let you go, uh, boating season, RV season, yep. right? Time yep. to shop. That motorcycle, stuff. Season. Yep. motorcycle season. Yeah, motorcycle
6: season. Yeah, yep. time to shop that stuff. And another thing is, you know, Florida hurricane season is pretty much here. That's yep. another thing. And you already got a named I, storm, I think. I, I heard that. Yep. And uh, <laughs> you know,
3: obviously, what don't, is, it, is it, Fauci? No. <laughs> yeah. no, it didn't. No, well, didn't I hope not
5: because that would be awfully destructive. Oof, yeah, we and, want
3: that. And probably off by ninety-seven so. <laughs> <Yeah>, percent. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's heading for the keys. Wait, make sure oh, we. No. Wait, make sure we no. bunker down in Carolina. Now it's going west. No, now yeah. it's going east. No, wait, now it's west again. Well, it's back out oh. there. Nothing to worry no. about. Yeah, we're all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, make sure you put face masks all over your house if it's heading there it'll protect right. it i'm sure well you know
5: use those storm shutters that have gaps in between them right that's that, right that works that's out right. real well yeah that's that's, right. that's brilliant <laughs> Sorry, my God.
6: No, that's it. Just give us a call. We'll take a look, review everything for you, and see. Not only can we save you money, but also let's make sure you're up to date.
3: That's right. Over 25 companies, folks, to help save you money. Take a few minutes, dust off those policies. And, uh, you know, even if you're not up for renewal, doesn't mean you don't wait, right? That happens a lot. And by the way, for those of you that are looking to build a relationship with the financial guys, if you're conservative and you think like us, uh, you know, we had somebody that uh, I know wanted to work with us because their insurance agent, quite frankly, wasn't conservative. And wanted to build a relationship with us, and we were just able to take over their policy. You shopped it; they were in a good place, and Mm -hmm. you said, "Look, it. We're going to do what's called a broker dealer change. We'll put our name on it. And by the way, every year I'll review it for you. If they decide to change these rates, if something comes up that's better." On your renewal, we'll look and, and you know try you know try to get the best rate for you every single year.
6: And I think that's important. Working with people that think like you and that believe what in, believe in what you believe in is extremely important. Some of the liberals uh, are doing it. Right? Yeah, they refuse yeah, they to do, help yeah. out conservative right. people. Yeah.
3: So I, I agree. And by the way, and I said this at the beginning. I've said it throughout. We've always said. We get to work with people that think like us, right which is in awesome. our office, uh, we believe the election was stolen. We believe that I went to bed at midnight and Trump was up, and yep. when I woke up in the morning, somehow miraculously they found uh, mm-hmm. you know votes at four o'clock in the morning in a yep. U- U-haul truck, right? So yep. uh, we, you know I, I, it's OK to come <laughs> into our office. It's a conservative safe space. Hey. Over the last twelve months, it was actually okay to come into our office. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. that's a big one. We didn't that's shut down. General. Didn't shut down one right. day. Didn't but shut but down one I look at I got to be honest with you. If your money manager was hiding, your money was still out there. Stock market didn't close, folks. That's right. It didn't close. The virus was out there. Market was open. People needed face to face communication. They need, We have a whole team of CFAs, Chartered Financial Analysts. Uh, our Medicare folks, who are from Gabrielle before, mm-hmm. we're all working together as a team. You shut down for twelve months. That's pretty hard to do. And now we're hearing some advisors go, Well, I think it might be time to open. You think? You think you think? I love that article.
5: That 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 uh that that think advisor article is just priceless. If you missed that, we talked about that at the beginning of the show. It's just it's amazing the mentality of folks that you really get a good glimpse in the people that have been locked in their, their basement this whole time. We we talked to somebody about two months ago. Uh, at, at, at the request of a friend of ours. So one of our colleagues up in uh, Massachusetts, uh, New Hampshire area, said, hey, I got this advisor I work with. He, he really needs some help. He's he's just dying on the vine here. He's struggling. You guys have had a record year. Would you be willing to talk to him? And so, yeah, of course, we were always willing to help our, our colleagues and anybody really. So we got on the phone to talk to this guy and said, you know, let's tell us about what you're doing now. And he told us about what he's doing. We said, why don't you come down to Florida? we got an upcoming conference uh, in, at the end of April. You have know, I mean, the opportunity to meet a lot of folks and we'll maybe give you some ideas and it'll supercharge you and you know you'll go back with some, some great ideas to get your business going. He goes, Oh, I haven't left it. No, no, it's it's COVID travel. We can't know. I haven't left my house in, in over twelve months. I, I've I've only, you know, I've seen my parents only one time and I've been ordering groceries, you know, haven't happened. delivered. I'm thinking to myself, you haven't I actually said to him, i said, you haven't been out of your house in twelve months? Really? really? He of course he's in the DC area go figure, right? Yeah. He goes, No. So well, guess what? You're not going to grow your business from your basement. That's yeah, for no. sure. So, right. if that's been your advisor, and uh, and they're still taking uh, you know most of their time off, whether it's right. even if you're not seeing them face to face, we're talking to a lot of people. Like, hey, I've left a third message for all kinds of things. My Medicare person, my property yeah. casualty, my financial yeah, advisor. I there. haven't heard back from them all week. I'm done. The if that's your situation, yeah, call us at the office. The we'll help you. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of <laughs> insurance agencies
6: are still closed, too. Still working from home. I, I yeah. see I drive by insurance agencies all the time. Nobody's in the office. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah it's amazing. Hey, look,
3: folks, it's a competition. Yep. And uh, you yep. know somebody's got to be open, and we are. So yep. if you yep. need our help especially when it comes to home and auto here. Over four, over 25 companies, give us 14 minutes, let us shop to save you money. Hey, Mike, thanks, buddy. Thanks, it. Mike. Don't forget about uh, TFG Truth as well, some of the best guests, and I so appreciate you guys are going to continue to help us fill in here once, twice a month to, uh, to to get us through the summer, and you guys do an awesome job, so I thank you for that. Yeah, appreciate thanks, it. Mike. Nice we guy. appreciate it.
5: All right, if you need Mike throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS, or go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. You can find the link to the tfghomeandauto.com Website where you can uh, go through and just you even use the chat bot. You don't have to even pick up the phone and talk to anybody. You can chat with somebody back and forth uh, via that chat bot and uh, find out answers and information that you might need. And again, don't forget to listen to TFG Truth, the podcast hosted by Michael Sparaza and Mike Hayflick, and a little bit different flavor and a great job that they do. So again, any place you can, can find a great podcasts. And for more information, you can go to our website again. At thefinancialguys.com. All right, one more segment coming up. I have more Fauci emails. I've got more Fauci uh, testimony. You're getting grilled by Rand Paul, and uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. Are right, you got the Financial Guys? Gloma, go Mike Lomas. we'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network.
1: You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616WBEN, and cell calls are free at Star 930. Now. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Already,
5: welcome back to the final segment of the Financial Guys. And I'm sorry we didn't have a chance to open the phone lines today. Just a lot of guests and a lot of clips that we want to get to. Some of the clips I'm not even going to get to. I've got like a six or eight clips here. I think I played one <laughs> though so far. Got I it. had the second one queued up and then we got off the on distraction and, and off the The we rest went, of as them, usual. by the way, we will
3: play on our podcast, <laughs> so make sure you check that yeah.
5: out. Yeah, check out our podcast. We'll we'll go through, I think, this week and really dissect the emails, you know, what was in there, uh, you know, read some of them. They are damning folks. I mean, they really are. When Dr. Fauci is literally giving testimony under oath to Rand Paul, saying we never funded gain of research, to gain of function research, we don't know. The literally in the one of the Didn't emails, about it. there's an attachment. That said, he sent it, yeah, that says, yeah. <laughs> read this article on gain-of-function research.
3: Gain-of-function research. <laughs> right? right? in the top. It's unreal. A it's month unreal. later. but That was February of 2020. A month later, he's coming out and saying, bats are snacks, and that's where it came from.
5: That's right. This is from March 18th. This is Dr. Fauci being grilled by Rand Paul. Now, D- Rand Paul... It really. Sh- I hope he runs for president. I got to be. I love DeSantis. Yeah. I want to keep DeSantis well, in Florida. Don't, we don't
3: want to lose him in Florida, right? Exactly. I, honestly, there's exactly. power in that, folks. There really is oh, power yeah. in that. Like super. You know, okay, important. we still have a place to go to escape communism, right? So people are leaving and moving to Florida because it's free, right? So we don't want to lose him. Well, We'd think love about to get this, Rand Paul
5: Mike. In office. So, so those in New York probably are maybe not as aware of it, especially if you're younger. But remember back to 2000. Remember the hanging chads. Remember that Al Gore filed a lawsuit. It was patriotic back then. Mm-hmm. When Trump questioned it, it was it was uh, a sedition, right? Oh yeah. But but it was okay when Al Gore filed a lawsuit well, to count the hanging Because he judge. was
3: saving us. Remember the water was going to come over yeah. Miami at that point. But
5: guess what was important about uh, Governor DeSantis? Okay, guess who was in charge of the Miami-Dade—who uh, uh, was a Miami-Dade election commissioner for decades that tried to perpetrate a fraud and do this hanging chad? It was a woman called Brenda Snipes. Hmm. Now, this is important. When Governor DeSantis, after—who after, after uh, 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 who was it before? It was uh, He's a senator now. A senator—oh, uh, gosh. I don't, I'm not a big fan. i got to be honest. Uh, Rick mm. Scott. Rick oh, Scott. Yeah. Well, Rick he's, Scott he's, he's was still, a, was the governor he's
3: still uh, out there to, to make another yeah. run at it as well.
5: Well, the Rick Scott yeah. is is a U.S. senator now. He ran for the senate. He left the uh, the governor's office. But Rick Scott was the governor of of Texas or of Florida, and and did nothing. You know, he, I mean, I didn't say did nothing, but he didn't do the things that DeSantis did. No. And let me tell you why the governorships are so important. The very first week, the first week of Governor DeSantis's term, the first thing he did was he fired Brenda Snipes. Yep. He said, you're gone. You're out, right? Now, why is that important? Well, look at what we just did with the last election. If Brenda Snipes is in Miami-Dade... Then, then uh, Biden wins Florida too. Yeah, he right not he
3: cle- fa- he, fairly. He's really truly cleaning the swamp. Yeah, of, <laughs> of exactly. The state of Florida,
5: super yeah. important. Anyway, yep. let me play this clip of Fauci. Just, yep. to, just by to, the way, we
3: have Charlie Sparza. We have the whole Sparza team coming. We in do. Here I know uh, time and time again. So we'll Father, talk a little bit team. before we end the show about uh, life insurance and protecting your money.
5: This is uh, this is Doctor Fauci being grilled. He He needs to be under a criminal investigation. He he needs to go to jail really. But yeah. this is Doctor Fauci getting hammered by Rand
1: Paul. You're telling everybody to wear a mask, whether they've had an infection or a vaccine. What I'm saying is they have immunity and everybody agrees they have immunity. What studies do you have that people that have had the vaccine yeah. or have had the yeah, what infection studies? are spreading the infection? If we're not spreading the infection, isn't it just theater? No, You've it's not. have the vaccine and you're wearing two masks. Isn't that theater? Yeah. No, that's not. Here we go again with the theater. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Masks are protective. And, and we, we have immunity there, theater. If you already have immunity, you're wearing a mask to give comfort to others. You're not wearing a mask because of any sign.
5: So, you know, it goes on. The way, I'll, I'll cut see, it short here. See, they all
3: try to defend him, right? Yeah. Like, uh, the, um, Fauci's the victim here. Don't, yeah.
1: please, don't, don't. Oh, you're out, don't out of
5: time. Well, questions. he goes on the variance. Well, the variance, you see, could yeah. be. Now, mind you, again. This is—we already, is, yep. already knew. We, we already have email. We
3: already have email yeah. proof from him to yeah. Obama saying, amazing. "Yeah, don't wear a mask; they're useless." Amazing! Yeah. It's just amazing the fraud
5: yeah. that was perpetrated on the American Sick people, thing. on the businesses, on the Sick economic. Thing wealth that was destroyed yeah. you know this Those was right up until china's they out alley that they could get yeah. trump out
3: of office i tell you the
5: that. next thing is we're going to find out that this was a bioweapon and oh, right yeah. now they're saying well we don't even know for sure it came from the lab please yeah. oh, let's yeah. see you have a lab purpose. think about this how, how it doesn't take a scientific degree folks i don't need a doctorate to use critical thought we have a wet market a mile away mm-hmm. from the v- v- Wuhan lab, yeah. the where way, the they... bat lady was 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 experimenting yeah. on coronaviruses yeah. with and the horseshoe bats, pretty
3: prepared to shut everything else down, yeah. except for that mm, town. Interesting that town. Yeah. They shut the rest of the country down, folks. Yeah, couldn't go but to Beijing. That town, you were able to fly yep. anywhere you wanted to in the world. That's right. Mm, doesn't yeah. smell right to me.
5: And then when when uh, Trump tried to shut down travel from Wuhan, he was a racist, Whoa. right?
3: Yeah. Unreal. China, all right, China, China, sorry. China, China, China. Uh, let's we'll, wrap we'll, up here we'll, we'll leave Sparello the rest
5: of this for the, uh, for the podcast. The podcast. So Make sure we'll you do check our there.
3: podcast out on all the major podcast platforms. Yep. I have to ask you, Charlie, you do a lot of estate planning with us and helping our clients protect their money and pass it on to the next generation. Uh, these life insurance policies that you can use the death benefit if you go into a nursing home or a skilled care facility, why aren't more people looking at these things?
8: No, no more and more are, but, but still not, they're not acting on it because – it's always the, the basic thought, listen, I'm, it's not going to happen to me. If that's the case, well, then how can we have all these people in the nursing home?
3: Well, Glenn's already downsizing and uh, going into a senior yeah. facility at 50. Yep, so. yeah. Wow, yep. this, is a, this is Glenn. <laughs> He's doing a lot of things out of Florida. Talk about being prepared, right? Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but,
8: but a lot of people, look, you know, I, I listen to you guys all the time about the money, the money. We've got to make the money. We've got to make money. We've got to make money. You've got to protect what you make. Otherwise, what's the point of making it if the nursing home gets it? This is true. Why do you want to go through this exercise? And Too many people wait till after it happens, and then it's helter-skelter. How
3: to get it done? How do these policies work? By the way, because a lot of people have life insurance policies, but they don't necessarily have that rider, right?
8: No, most of the people that are out there don't have the rider. Most companies, if you want the rider, when you buy the policy, you've got to ask for it at that time. We have a carrier that's automatically included, whether you buy term or whether you buy permanent. The ride is already included. So that if, in fact, you do have a long-term care scenario, you're covered. And that's what people have to be paying attention to, is why bother saving the money if you're going to give it to the nursing home, unless that's your plan. Mm
7: -hmm. Now.
8: I'm not sure your listeners are all wanting
3: to give the money to the nursing home yeah.
8: or the state for that matter.
3: Well, the, the old argument with this, lo- quote, long-term care nursing home protection insurance is it was too expensive and there's a 50% chance I'm not going to use it, Right. I have to say though, with the life insurance policy, somebody's going to use it. Yeah. You're Not going to live forever. Well, if you
8: don't, if somebody's not going to use the life insurance policy, we got a bigger problem. Yeah. <laughs> now, now we have an issue that this person's not going to die, Whoa. and we ought to start bowing. But
3: unless Fauci is transcribing something that we don't know of in China <laughs> that keeps us for uh, alive longer, yeah. which we're you know, right. We'll see. Well, but 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 we'll even see. Then. When his book comes out, ten lessons on the truth and a way forward. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if any any of the chapters talk about that. Uh, yeah. yeah. But 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 you ought
8: to... Look, here's the worst thing you can do, is ignore it. Mm-hmm. At least call in, get, take a look at yours, what policy you have, if you even have one, and if not the type that you have, and does it have the rider? If not, maybe it's something you ought to need to consider and take a look and see if it makes some kind of sense. Yeah, yeah no absolutely.
3: doubt about it. 833 Fin guys, by the way, out in Rochester, Buffalo, Batavia, down in South Florida, we can help. But mm-hmm. you should absolutely dust off your life insurance policies, see if those riders are there, and and consider it, by the way. If you don't have it, you know, it doesn't mean it's right for everybody, mm-hmm. but lots of you out there have done a really good job of accumulating wealth not so hot at protecting it, this Mm -hmm. is a strategy that you might want to consider. And and
8: the last thing, too, because the estate tax, there's a good chance they're going to change. You You may need the insurance just to pay the estate tax rather than use up the equity that you kids. That's
3: accumulate. right. I forgot about that. The right. Biden's don't have enough of your money. They need more. Yeah. Yes. Well, they don't even have
5: to do anything because w- w- the tax bill expires, right? I mean, it, it they of course like everything else Republicans do, they couldn't put a permanent tax cut in. No, no, no. 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 So they put a temporary tax cut in. So, right. when does that tax cut expire? I believe uh, it's trial?
8: 26. Yeah. But the reality is is what is it going to re- what is it going to expire to back to the 5 billion? Well, they're going to have a new one at $3.5 million. Mm-hmm. It's an unknown right now.
5: Right. Mm-hmm. So protect yeah. yourself, folks. I mean, again, if state taxes start at like 47%. So if you have an estate that's going to be subject to estate taxes, you could be losing a lot of your wealth. And sadly, you know we've had some business owners that have sold their business. They paid thirty to forty percent in taxes, but they still have an estate tax issue. And now they're looking. I just had a conversation with one last week, and he goes, "Wait a minute, are you telling me when I die they're going to take the other half that they hadn't taken yet?" Seriously, they took half when they sold. Now they're going to take the other half when he dies. Yeah. So he's his family is left with 25% That's of crazy.
7: what and he was able to accumulate
5: the- his whole lifetime's worth of work. That's just crazy.
8: sad. Well, but he works for the government. Got to remember that. But
5: so Yeah, right. just
8: keep this in mind. And when the time comes, the government only gives you 9 months to pay the bill and that puts your assets at more risk because now you got to dump them faster than you'd like to mm-hmm. at maybe a lower cost just because you got to pay the taxes.
5: That's right. Yeah, and you may not have assets that are liquid like homes or businesses that are not right. so easy. Like it's one thing to liquidate a stock portfolio and pay taxes. It's another thing to have to get your house on the market or your business, you know, building on the market or whatever and uh and get enough money to pay those taxes. So you got to plan now.
8: You got to plan. I can't gotta, wait. You got to have the plan in place.
5: Absolutely. So if if we can help you folks whether you're, you know, mom and pop and just, you know, want to protect your assets from nursing home or or you've got a lot of uh, you know, a lot of assets that you want to protect from estate taxes, give us a call at the office 833 Fin Guys, ask for Charlie Sparraza, or again Go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. We've done uh, a lot of seminars with Charlie, estate planning type seminars, uh, Charlie, attorneys. Uh, We have more of 200 level estate classes now going uh, through our TFG Academy. So go to our website again, thefinancialguys.com. Look up TFG Academy. You can go back and you can watch those old estate planning seminars on replay, and uh, lots of folks taking RMDs, uh, required minimum distribution from their IRAs, not using them for income. Great opportunity uh, to, to redirect those, uh, to replace that IRA with a tax-free death benefit for your heirs. So again, uh, 833-FINGUYS or thefinancialguys.com. Thank you so much, Charlie. We appreciate it. We're out of time, folks. We have the last uh, last 30 seconds here, and uh, thanks again for all the calls. Don't forget, TFG Truth podcast with Mike and Mike. And then, of course, the Financial Guys podcast released every Tuesday. We'll be picking up the conversation from there. Uh, and uh, I wanted to play a video at the very end here, this fantastic father telling his kid the right answer when it comes to no matter what color you are you can be anything you want to be but i don't have time so go to our twitter feed it's pinned there at the very top of our feed at fin guys if you don't already follow us share that video it's a really important message that everybody needs to hear all right on behalf of mike lomas i'm glenn wiggle with the financial guys thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week right here on the financial guys radio network